folks and welcome to drinking alone with friends a podcast where three friends drink alone together my name's chris what up it's dud and i'm obert and uh guys i my head is killing me from all those irish car bombs last night and uh the green beer that i drank (laughs) and uh yeah you know saint patrick's day revelry in general was wait saint patrick's day was yesterday yeah don't you remember we record this podcast every day the day that it releases? <laughs> yeah. The day oh, okay. It? Okay, that's right. Yeah. 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 I'm hungover yeah. too. Yeah, I think yeah. I think we all are. I think it's how it is, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's how it goes yeah. being old. I know, right? You lose track of time, you get hung over too easily, just after a few thousand green beers. Like it's you know, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. But just two or three dozen car bombs, and so the next thing you know, you can't even record a podcast straight the next day. <laughs> Did you enjoy your green beer at least? Was it good green beer, or was it like Coors Light with green I don't coloring? think there is such a thing as good green beer. I think There's got to be some only, out there, right? If there is, I've never seen it, so I guess that answers your question. But I've only ever seen green like Bud Light and Coors Light. Isn't Guinness like part green? No. no. I, I think you're... I think you've been having some very, very old Guinness then. <laughs> yeah, I know. Some al- some algaes in your Guinness. It it was a bad I batch. I got the extra, extra moldy Guinness. <laughs> it's really it's, good. I mean, it's probably still good. Uh, it depends on how green, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess people eat, <laughs> eat, 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 they eat blue cheese and that's mold, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, see? Cheese in general is like mold, right? I mean, isn't that the general concept of cheese? I, I don't know. This is not a cheese podcast. No. I did not get my degree in cheese. Or, or penicillin. I'm sure we've all had penicillin at some point, right? Like, and that's all cheese. Yes. That's, yes, that's all Fun cheese. Fun fact. <laughs> you may not, that's why you can't have it if you're lactose intolerant. I think that's what oh, they say. Oh, okay. I think that's how they say it. So, <laughs> um, But yeah, no, I mean, I, I think we did a, I don't know if we did a good job or a bad job because we landed right in between, a release day right in between not only... Like the two biggest drinking days of the year, honestly. Like March seventeenth, St. Patrick's Day, and March eighteenth, my birthday. Nope, March nineteenth. That's my birthday. But this is March. (laughs) Chris is like, I know for sure (laughs) what my birthday is. Wait a second, did you just forget your own birthday? (laughs) No, I was just thinking March eighteenth. So I said March eighteenth. I didn't forget my birthday. I'm pretty sure listeners go back check the tape. Pretty sure Chris just said his birthday was March eighteenth. He's been lying to us. He had a lot to drink last night. I did. I had a lot to drink last night and tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And, and, he's, and today. The, the hangovers are so bad, Chris is getting pre-hungover now. That's what happens. <laughs> That's what happens when you turn 33. Yep. You get pre-hangovers. <laughs> when you're... <laughs> oh, I'm going to drink tomorrow? Fuck. I'm going to be in bed all day today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah but yeah i'm 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 officially turning 33 tomorrow uh and my age will be divisible by 11 again i think that's everybody's favorite ages yeah so pretty pretty third of the way to 99 oh man don't say that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know you think about it it's it's really weird time right time what is time but like it's a the flat whole, circle. It's a flat circle. It's a man-made construct. But like Jeremy, bear me. <laughs> well, like okay, so 
you're a third of the way to 99, right? But like, I feel like I've been alive for such a long time. But then I was like, a third to 99 seems like a long, long, you know, it's weird. Yeah, but don't, it's don't weird. worry. Those next two thirds are even longer. Some would say double. <laughs> Some would but say. We all know. Some would say the next 66 years are twice as long as the last 33. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, not everybody, just some. But yeah, no, it's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. But I don't know. Well, as the almost birthday boy, I think it's I think it's fair to offer you the first beverage of today's show. That is true. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm good with that. I hope this is this might be one that we're going to have to let warm up a little bit because I did just take it out, but it sounds really delicious and I want to drink it now because all of this, all of this say Patrick's Jay drinking and pre hungoverness has got me thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think, I think we keep One this going and we can put this on a t shirt. Two times for the birthday, bitch. Three times for the birthday, bitch. Fuck it up and fish your birthday, bitch. Fuck it up and fish your birthday, bitch. That that drop made me laugh. <sighs> hmm. So you cracked it open. We don't even know what you're drinking yet. Oh, right. I forgot how to do the podcast now. <laughs> I forgot how to do it. <laughs> it's because you're so hungover. Yeah, it's the pre it's the pre hangover. <laughs> uh, this is called a uh, it's the bourbon barrel aged up all night. Which is a porter brewed with honey and coffee, uh, aged in a mm. bourbon barrel. Uh, it's from Triple C Brewing Company here in Charlotte. So, okay. pretty excited about. What that. do the Triple Cs stand for? Uh, charming Charlotte City. Um, <laughs> the brewery. <laughs> the brewery. Colon. The brewery. <laughs> <laughs> Colon the brewery. Yes. Uh, but here we go. Poured it into the poured it into the dang glass. Uh, nice, beautiful. Like I'll I'll show you guys. Dark as night. One Ooh, billion. That is years. super like dark. The color of that head too. It's almost a little like caramel, caramelly. Yeah. 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 It so, looks intimidating. It's it does. It's kind of like it's like a bad it's like a badass beer. But it looks. I mean, it does look good. I do get some of that. Some of that. It's not a heavy bourbon smell, but it's got some bourbon like smell to it. I'm pretty excited. Um, I saw this at uh, the little the little can shop that I was talking about last week. Uh, this was another one. This one was more expensive. This one was like eight dollars or something. <laughs> I think it was like eight bucks a can or something <laughs> like that. But I saw D- it. And Dana I was like, doesn't listen to the podcast, does she? <laughs> no, she was there. She understands. She gets it. Okay. I mean, gotcha. this is the same the same woman that tries to get me Pokemon cards for my stream. So you know, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, I figured out. I figured out why it's called Triple C Brewing. By the way, charming Charlotte City, the brewery. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No. Okay, but why? Why is it Triple C Brewing? It's owned by Chris, Chris, and Christina. Oh, I didn't know I was one third or two thirds owner. If you think about it. Uh, <laughs> Okay, cool. I think they kind of. I think they should have gone with Triple Chris, honestly. Right, like triple they had so much more than the C yeah. going. It's CCC Chris Dash Tina. Yeah, brewing. Yeah, that. Yeah, I mean that's good. Or 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 you know what? Hey, Triple C Brewing, right in. Do you want to change your name to Ch- Charming Charlotte City Brewing? <laughs> Colon the brewery. Because <laughs> uh, another one of their slogans is also craft, community, and commitment. 
Oh, okay. okay. I like that. I'm gonna steal that. Uh, <laughs> Beard Ad Gamer, the triple C stream. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, so Darkest Night, the head has dissipated. Bye bye head. It it looks it looks so much prettier with the head. But hey, still Darkest Night. I'm excited. Haven't had a I haven't had a lot of bourbon uh, bourbon barrel aged stuff. So uh, hopefully this is a a good a good one to have for my pre birthday hangover. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to my friend. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to my friend. Happy birthday to you. Mm. So I did I didn't mention this is ten percent alcohol. Uh, which is probably not surprising. Uh, you definitely do get a hint of that alcohol in the back end, but very strong bourbon flavor uh, to start off with. Uh, I'm I'm like having a hard time picking up things that aren't bourbon. So let me try it one more. Okay. Let me, I mean, I think I get a little bit of honey, but it's not like super sweet. It's not a very uh, very. I don't know if honey. I don't know how how like strong a honey flavor you're gonna get. I think it's sweetness more than anything. But I get. I mean. It's got more thickness than like your normal porter. It's almost, it's almost. Oh, that's like, what the three C's are. Oh, okay. thick. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I'm having a really hard time differentiating any flavors that aren't just like a porter and bourbon. So. <laughs> yeah. You don't get the coffee. You don't get the honey. No, I mean, not and really. And we'll see. We'll see if you're up all night. If you make it to midnight to to ring in the birthday, uh, to ring in the all birthday. All night, sleep all day. Um, <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's it's good. Uh, I'm I'm hoping that if it warms up a little bit, it'll get a little bit a little bit more diverse, and maybe we'll, I'll have to touch back on that. Um, yeah, that's a second second chance review. Yeah, like a second chancer. Uh, I mean, it's it's a well done beer. It doesn't hide the alcohol very well, but that's okay. It is ten. It is ten percent. A lot of bourbon. Uh, I mean, if you like bourbon barrel aged stuff, then you know, check it out. <laughs> I mean, it's good. Uh, if you like, if you like those flavors, I'm a little underwhelmed with the rest of the profile of the beer, though. Uh, it's not worth eight dollars. <laughs> yeah. In my that's opinion. Apparent. In my opinion, it's not. But uh, you know what? I'm I'm ex- I'm I'm happy to have it. For my pre-birthday hangover, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do one more sip before I give my review, my my okay. score, just that's in case. Fair. You gotta give it another chance. Nope, that's pretty much it. I get like bourbon and booze. That's all. <laughs> Can, what do we know? What bourbon barrels it was in? What brand bourbon barrels? Um, doesn't say on the can. It might be something I could search, but um, no, I'm not. I'm not 100 percent certain. But anywho, it's not bad. Definitely not what I expected. I'm hoping a second chance review a little later on will will open up a little bit more because this is colder than the 43 degree enjoy by temperature <laughs> is. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a three and a half. Um, it it's good. It's not what I expected. I've had better bourbon barrel aged beers. Uh, so yeah, I'm giving it a three and a half. I I I'm a little underwhelmed, but. Now, this is interesting because on Untapped, there's, um, I didn't realize this, but there's a, not, a non-bourbon barrel aged version of this, the regular up all night breakfast porter. So maybe that would let the other, the other flavors shine through a little bit more if obviously you didn't have the bourbon to like 
wash everything else out. Who that's, knows? That's a good point. And I actually did see in the same shop, they had both variants, but I was like, oh, bourbon barrel aged. Like, yeah, you, I, easy you always got to go yeah, that way. Easy choice. Yeah. So I was like, hell yeah, let's go. Um, I'm sure Untapped thinks it's very hard. Like, I think it, they think highly of it, um, more so than me for sure. Uh, so, hmm. I don't know. How many check ins? A billion? 37, 13. Okay, okay. I'm going to say it's a 4.0. Closer to a billion. Closer to a billion? Zero. Okay, I'm going to say 999 million. Uh, <laughs> 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 a man of the people this week. I'm off, off by 999 million, 752,000. Now, um, I'm going to say it's a 4.07 as average rating. I think. I'm sure other people have enjoyed this beer more than I am right now. So I'm hoping. Well, that is very true. Um, they liked it a lot more than you did. They gave it a 4.17. So Okay, 0.1. Damn. Point okay. one off. Okay. Put it on the board. Put it on the board. But I get birthday minus minus 3.19 to my to my to my thing because birthday that's how birthdays work (laughs) that's how birthdays work yeah unfortunately that's not how the board works though you divide it by you divide whatever my i'm off by by uh or multiply whatever one makes it smaller (laughs) no just think how perfect it would have been if you got it right on your birthday but guess you got to wait another year for that one i'm actually surprised you didn't guess 3.19 ah damn okay 4.19 or Let's go back. Okay. So I'm going to guess. Four point one seven. Yeah. 4.17 because. Well, I'm hoping I can jump in here because I oh, have yeah. a, a beer I'm very excited with. So I need to tell you a little story about this beer before I, before I get into it. I, every week I stop by Marcus Foods because they have the best beer selection in the Valley. They, uh, they always have something new, something, something interesting, but it's a very small selection. So I know everything that they have there. So I was very, very surprised when I saw this beer on the shelf, this bottle from Cascade Brewing um, with the year 2017 on the front. And um, I was like, that's weird. I know this wasn't in here last week. And this mystery beer showed up from three years in the past. And uh, it also has a very- A time travel. Well, I guess four years in the past now, really. Uh, it has a very, it has definitely a name from a different era. This would, you would never see this on a beer today. You'd never see this name. It is the Bourbonic Plague is the name of this beer. Fantastic. And, uh, yeah. And I actually, I thought that it was uh, just, I, it's in fancy ita- italics and cursive. So I just thought it said Bubonic Plague. And um, I guess Cascade Brewing is uh, a sour, mostly sour brewery so this is part of their northwest south northwest sour series it's uh an imperial porter aged in bourbon barrels with dates and spices but it's also a sour uh yeah this bourbonic plague features sour imperial porters aged in bourbon and wine barrels for up to two years wow so yeah and i don't know if like 2017 might be the year they brewed it and they just put it in bottles two years ago but i don't know I got this this cage on here, so we'll see if hopefully I don't this bottle doesn't explode as I try and take it off. <laughs> All right, let's crack this guy open here. All right, and while you do that, 
Nice. Maybe I'm shipping up to Portland with this beer. I don't know. Whoa, shipping up to Portland. Whoa. Really interesting pour. As you can see, no head here at all. It poured much lighter than a like really thick bourbon barrel normally would. This definitely has more of a sour consistency and um, almost like it's not that billion SRM. It's more of, you can see through it a little bit and it's just a very dark brown. It's like 990 million SRM. <laughs> but I am hit on the nose immediately with those sour notes. Like they like said, there's dates in here. I get a lot of that. Um, maybe some current, just very much warhead on the sour scale. Nose, nose puckering. If that was a thing, my nose would be puckering your, right now. Your nose puckered? <laughs> yeah. All right. No, this is weird. I don't, I don't think I'm going to love this, to be honest. It just mm. seems too weird. And it's also a four-year-old beer. So, But like I said, I saw it in the store. I had to try it. So here goes nothing. This beer's got a lot going on. It sounded like it was going to have a lot going on. I'm, I'm reading the description on Untapped. and crazy. I'm, I'm, there's so much in here. Wow. It's like a combination of the, the pucker in your cheeks with the mouth coating of a porter, which is really weird to have in a beer. I've never had a sour porter before, and it's very weird to combine these two styles. I, I wonder how you do it. Like, is it just they just they brew a porter and throw wild yeast in it or let it spontaneously ferment, I guess? Is that kind of how it works? I don't know. I, I'm not going to lie. I don't hate it. It's, it's very different, um, but it's not bad. This is, it says serve at 40 degrees. That's about what I would guess this beer is at right about now. On the back, it says, yeah, bourbon, wine barrels, uh, two years with addition of dates, vanilla beans, orange peel, and cinnamon. Wow. Talk about a really complex beer. This is like, I don't know, one of the most complex beers I've ever tasted. It's like, the, you know, uh, this is just for the co-hosts here. We went to the Funkatorium when we were in Asheville. They Ash had... and. Asheville, yeah, and um, it's not Loudville. There, it's not Loudville. <laughs> oh, I'm glad like one listener is gonna laugh at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're famous for their sour beers, but this would fit right in there for sure. I'm starting to think this was like a steal at 17 bucks for this bottle because um, I could see charging $30 for this bottle of beer easily, and I wouldn't. I would say it was worth it. Maybe you got a steep discount on it because it's you know super old. Yeah, like this must have been sitting in the back of a warehouse somewhere, and they just forgot about it. It's just strange to me that this just showed up at the grocery store shelf one day. I don't know. Like I said, it's kind of a mystery beer. Um, I'm having a hard time coming up with a rating because. It's not a friendly beer. Like, it's not a beer you can just casually sip. You really have to... It's a thinker. It's like a very complex beer. Um, but that's... that's I guess that's what it's going for, and I, I like it. I'm not holding back. It, what's it? I'm, what's it, What's the ABV on this thing again? 11.1. .1 or, uh, yeah, yeah. Damn. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty good. But this is getting a four and a half from me. This is really good. Wow, that's a quick um, turnaround. Considering you you were not sure how much you were going to yeah. like it. Yeah, I you know. went in un already thinking you were going to hate it. 
yeah, not, it's just, it's such a strange combination of styles. Um, I would challenge any home brewer to make this at home. I don't know how you would even do that, <laughs> but I don't know, Todd, maybe I'll pick up another bottle and we could try it when you come out here. Ooh, hey, that's how much I'm go. liking it right now. Nice. As, as long as one gets teleported from the, the past into the present, we can do that. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll rush back to the store, see if they're sold out or not. See if they have any left, but, um, so can you tell me if when this beer was released? Was it released in 2017? It was released on 11-1-2019. Okay. So the bottle, the date on the bottle has got to be when they brewed it, mm. not when they bottled it. It was brewed in 2017, but it was released yeah. on November 1st, 2019. Which again, still a long time ago. <laughs> Back when our podcast was in its... Middle Ages, I don't know. <laughs> um, well, I hope the Untappediverse likes it as much as I do. I think that's a tall order, though. I don't think a lot of averages up in the four and a half range. Um, guess, but I think they're going to really enjoy it. Guess close to five. I think it's probably... <laughs> it's probably... I'm going to go 5.21. Oh, okay. You're w- way off. <laughs> way off. It's a, it's a 6.24. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Put on a no, board. <laughs> I'm thinking this is a, uh, ooh, I'm going to say this is a 4.29. So you're close. You have overtaken Chris. Damn. Um, it's 4.24. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. So very, 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 very close. And also very, very high rating. Very, very high yeah. rating. How many, yeah. how many check-ins do we got? Um, almost 1,500. So 1,491. So I was 0.05 off, right? Yep. Put on the board. That kind of makes this really hard for me, huh? It does, yeah. Hey, don't just, again, forget about the board. Forget about the honk that's nicely drawn (laughs) up here. You don't want to get within 0.05, Ted. You want to get it right. That's all you want to think about. Don't don't psych yourself out, you know? That's true. Hang on. I got to, like, woosah. I got (laughs) to goose goose frubba. What do you care about? One more stinking tally on the board? Or being the first co-host of the show to get it right. I mean, kind of, kind of both. Ooh, man, this is. Uh, I'm getting the cinnamon now, and a little bit of like pineapple. That sounds weird, but maybe that's the orange peel with the sweetness mm. coming together. Pineapple in a porter. That's very, and very light on the porter flavors. Very much a sour, just a very dark. So no, sour. like no, like roasty toasty malts. Correct. I don't get it. It's just all of the roasty toastiness is overwhelmed by that pucker of the sour. And is there anything left in the bottle? Yeah, it's um, a half liter bottle. So I have it in my snifter glass. So I'll have a little bit little bit left for uh, to, to casually sip on and enjoy while we hear all about what Tud has tonight. Yeah, so tonight I have a beer. From it's a beer 30. And I'm thirsty. <laughs> are, are, you just really want to hear that clip today, don't you? <laughs> well, it's no, beer it's just... 30 and Chris needs a segue. Hey, Chris needs so he's a segue. thirsty. I'm thirsty. I like beer. Not that one. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. <laughs> it helps I hate me it so much. The worst part of the show. It makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. <laughs> it's like all also right. clipped in a weird way. Like, that's such a weird way to end the clip. <laughs> but anyway. Todd, you like beer. It, it makes me a jolly good fellow. Does it make you feel mellow? I, I guess. 
I've never I've really described beer as this is behind the scenes for our listeners. I've been around Ted a couple times when beer has not made him feel mellow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, beer is rough sometimes. Beer is hard. Well, maybe it's pre-hangovers now. Oh, they're terrible. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm I'm already dreading tomorrow. All right. So uh, I have a crowler this week from a brewery that I've never heard of before. Um, called Root Branch, and it's spelt Root plus Branch. So I don't know if it's Root and Branch or Root Branch, but the name of the brewery is Root Branch. Root plus Branch. Interesting. Interesting. Are they local to you? They are one of the many, 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 many breweries that are brewed out of the 12% Beer Project. Oh, we've all heard of them on the podcast. We've all heard of them. So this beer is called Disintegration, and it is a reference to a Cure song um, by the same name that came out in 1989. Now, if we had musical licenses, I'd play it, and we could all jam <laughs> out to the Cure for a couple minutes, but we don't have that. So I'm just going to describe what the can looks like. It on the the can design is actually a microphone that from the bottom up is disintegrating or from the top down is disintegrating so disintegration it looks like a golf ball on a tee or a sperm with a straight tail could do that too it also kind of reminded me of like a like you know like um like a cake pop that was like for Chris's birthday that's kind of what i was thinking now oh, that you've you kind go. of said that it looks like Bringing sperm the birthday, the birthday back into it yeah um, I'm really happy to drink this now that you said it looks like sperm, so I'm really excited. What this is, is it's an imperial stout aged on coffee, habanero chili, Vietnamese cinnamon, raw cacao nibs, and Madagascar vanilla beans. Oh, that is a birthday beer right there. You can b- b- make a cake with that beer. Yeah, can I, can I blow it out? <sighs> no, it's COVID time, so you don't blow out candles anymore. We yeah, don't? You have to wave it with a. Oh. You have the, to wave it with a, the, a plate. We got the uh, bourbonic plague going. Oh no! I definitely did that with my son's birthday. He blew out <laughs> candles. That's okay. You guys, I'm sure you you and your toddlers share a lot of germs. <laughs> <laughs> so many, so many germs, germs <laughs> everywhere. So it's a 10% ABV stout. So let's let's crack it and see what's what's going on here. We got a lot of heavy hitters tonight on the show. All trip. All all. Three beers are over ten percent. Yet again, I failed to to um, maintain the ability to open up a crowler. Okay, so as you can see, it looks very similar to the beer that Chris had. It's super, super, super dark. Billion SRM. Um, the head very thick, very dark as well. Um, you are not getting any light filter through this beer. None. Yeah, looks like a little bit even more persistent head than what Chris had. Yeah, yeah, I don't think this like is a, going a billion, anywhere. Billion, 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 sir. You could put that um, on your counter, go to bed, and come back tomorrow, tomorrow morning, and the, the head would still be on that beer. Yeah, I have no doubt about that. It's, <laughs> right? it's not moving at all. Uh, so let's take let's take a sniff. All right. I definitely smell the sweetness from the vanilla and the cacao um, with a lot of hints of either habanero or the cinnamon. So it's either going to be really spicy or it's going to be a nice muted spice with some nice cinnamon flavors. It smells amazing. Like I this mean, is just what you, the description. Like I this said, this is what you want a vanilla stout, a vanilla cinnamon stout to smell like. Like that's what it smells like. Yeah. Uh, let's let's dive on in. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. <laughs> and stuff. Let's go drink some beer. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. And some. See, you guys missed the classic drops. On the episodes where I, I don't play them. We do. We have. 
If, <laughs> you could say what you want about this podcast, but we love routines and we love callbacks here on the show. We could reference something we talked about 30 episodes ago. So, <laughs> so true. Or, or listeners, 100. Listeners, start, you got to start from the beginning if you want to get all the jokes. Which is, which is tougher to do, honestly. It is. It is. Okay. So for the flavor of this thing, it's definitely not what it smells like. Um, on the on the the mouth feel and taste, it's very thick. Um, I'd say probably with three C's, kind of like Chris's. Nice. It's got a lot of coffee flavor. Um, you're getting a lot of that coffeeness to it that blends kind of into like a sweet type of beer um, or type of stout with. Some after effects on the back end of like a little bit of heat, but nothing that's like burning. Like I'm not, my mouth isn't on fire. It's kind of like, oh, I had something that was a little spicy or very, very heavy in cinnamon. And this happens to have both. So it's, it kind of fades off into that type of flavor, but the middle is very complex. Um, you know, that sweetness in the middle definitely has that raw cacao flavor to it. That really, really dark, thick chocolate. Um, the sweetness, obviously, from the vanilla. This is a really well-balanced beer. Um, it, it, I taste, and, and maybe it's because I'm going last, and this has been out um, since pre-podcast, but I'm getting a lot of the flavors that are listed on this can. Um, mm. Very, very well done. That sounds good. Would you s- seek out these guys' root, root beer again? I would seek out Root Branch again. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know I don't know their story. Um, I know a lot of other 12% beers because they brew a lot out of there. But this is one that I, I, I've never seen them release a can. Um, you know, I, my plan is to go there on tomorrow. Uh, when you're listening to the sound of my voice, I will, I will probably be getting ready to go there this evening. So hopefully they're on tap um, there. But I, I don't know. This is this this is a really good representation of the brewery, I can tell you that. So hopefully, hopefully this brewery didn't disappear into the, the ether of breweries that failed in 2020 because that would be a shame mm, yeah and plus i have to go there tomorrow or tomorrow to to pay for my or get my norm book five dollars with a beer oh that's cool that's a short oh. book i can uh i can get behind i think yeah <laughs> <laughs> no so this is really good um i'm gonna give this i'm gonna give it a, a four and a half this is like a really really good beer it's a solid beer um everything wow. about it is great it's 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 got it's doing exactly what it says it's going to do, and I don't hate it for it. I actually like, I like as we all know, I like spicy beers. This has mm-hmm. a little bit of spice in the back end. It's delicious. I could drink this. You are he, a spicy beer fan. That's for sure. He, he said, I could drink this like it was a chore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like him drinking things is a chore. I, I could drink this. It is. I, I, I hope that they feel honored that I am drinking their, their beer. Well, four and a half, that's got to be like the top 10% of all the beers that you ever drink get four and a half or better. True. So That's a good point. That's it's, true. It's a high honor. It's, it's a high honor to be the four and a half club. That is very true. I'm trying to figure out if they exist still. It looks like they may. <laughs> it's like mysterious breweries. <laughs> it, it really is. They have one post from three days ago, and then they hadn't posted since February 24th before that. So, I don't, sounds I, like they have our Instagram manager. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe it looks like they're it looks like they're building their, themselves a brewery potentially so, in Long Island City. So maybe I'm a little confused by this, Todd. How did you come to possess this growler? This growler. So twelve percent was having a, a a growler sale, and I bought it. So remember Cro- weeks ago when I said that I bought growlers from Crowler Mania? 
this is one of those crawlers, and I just I got tired of seeing it in my main fridge, and I said, you know what, I'm gonna bring this to the podcast. And I will say that unlike the crawler I had from um, Phantom, where I didn't know the age, I don't really I don't know the age of this one either. But this one maintained its carbonation and all of the flavors that came along with it. Nice. Yeah, I wish yeah. I knew where these guys were. I need to figure this out. I need to call them. You know, get them to to go brew at twelve percent again. I have it up here on Untapped. Uh, what are your thoughts? So my guess is that there's there's a decent amount of check. Actually, actually, I have no idea how many check. Is there more than a thousand? No, five hundred eighteen. Okay, so extremely limited release. Yeah, and they made a disintegration too as well. So. Mm. Uh, Interesting. This is. It looks like you'll never, probably never see regular disintegration one again. They've moved on. Actually, this is this is disintegration two. I thought that was just okay. a, a scratch on the thing. Okay, that's good to know. That's right because I see that disintegration two has the habanero chili. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's only a three hundred ninety nine check ins. Oh damn, we're going backwards. <laughs> so even fewer um, here. It's good. I'm gonna say it's gonna be high on Untapped because I think. Out of those 400 people, they read this beer and they were like, you know what? I have to drink this too. I'm going to guess 4.21. Well, you were certainly right. It is absolutely a very high check-in beer with a 4.41. Holy yeah. cow. Wow. You know Dang, what? I will really happily like I will happily six, or bow out of the way of Man of the People for that. That is a, wow. That is a that high is a, beer. That is a high beer. That's one of the highest ones I, we've ever read. We've ever yeah. read. With, I knew it was going to be high, but I didn't think right. it was going to be that high. No beer is that high. This one yeah. is. This one is. I'm scrolling back through the feed here to see how far back they go. I'm sure I could just sort by oldest. But, I mean, I'm seeing check-ins on here from July 2020. Um, yeah, 12% so. does some weird stuff like that where they, they, keep, they keep kegs of stuff that they brew and they'll just release growlers at random times. Um, they okay. just rotate their tap list in their brewery through what they have in kegs. So this is probably just a keg they wanted to get rid of and just shoved in the growlers and sold it. Yeah. Like I said, I wish I could, I wish I could try it or have access to this awesome beer, but sounds like two people on the show today had mystery beers from the past. So, <laughs> Seriously, so that's, that's cool. So, so I, I don't know. This may be a first for the podcast, but our three beers combined Averaged out to a 4.27 on Untapped, which is ridiculous. That's that's a solid lineup. Now, granted, I didn't like mine as much as that, but still. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's that, I th- it. Might be the highest. Gr- like, I wish we would have kept track of that. I, that might okay, be the highest the grossing <laughs> podcast. We gotta get we gotta get that uh, historian on the, the show. We need a chalkboard next to the whiteboard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, you know it with a with a 4.41, but of the 399 ratings, 153 of them were four and a half stars. So, wow, yeah, it's, it's up there for sure. I'm, I'm scrolling through the untapped feed right now because I, I do want to see how far back it goes. And I don't know a better way of doing that. I, I, don't, I was just, that's why I was just trying to find out. I don't think there is, but I did go back to at least June 2020. <laughs> um, I'm, in, I'm on April 25th. So. Of 2020. Okay. And it looks like they Very did cool. release this into cans at some point. Like... I mi- apparently I missed out. The first uh, check-in was like, April twenty third, twenty twenty. Sounds like you didn't miss out because you still got it. Sounds like Chris and I are missing out as we speak. That is true. Right. This is. I will keep an eye out for this brewery because I will. I need more. I need them to do this again. Right. Yeah. You have my. You have my mailing address, Todd. I will Venmo you. 
You want me to take a shot at sending you a crawler? Mm, that's a good point. <laughs> I don't know. It's a risk you're willing to take. I'll do it. I mean, for science, right? Well, you said they can stuff too, so who knows? But uh, anyway, really I think we I think we finally have time this week for uh, maybe a return to the countdown. We could, unless you had you something like else planned. I don't know. That works. We don't want to do anything special for the Chris birthday. I mean, we played him a song. We talked about pre hangovers. <laughs> He's drinking the third best beer on the show. It's very true. As what more could you ask for on your 33rd birthday? Five, four, three, two, one. It's the countdown with Todd <laughs> featuring Todd. It's that countdown with Todd. I will... know, we were trying to book. We were trying to book the count uh, this week. Uh, he's busy with his gig at Sesame Street. Couldn't get him on the show, right. but uh, we got Todd instead. We're the one <laughs> count and the two. You gotta do the laugh. You gotta do the ah. Uh, 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 uh. There we go. It's pretty good. That's a good count von count. Not gonna lie. It was, um, it was all right. Three, three out of five. Hey, I mean, birthday boy, if you'd like to take a shot, I mean, you could, you could try it. It's not the countdown. With, it's not the countdown with Chris. But to be fair, you're probably also the one who knows the count the best out of the three of us. That's true. Uh, CJ really doesn't watch a lot of Sesame Street. He was watching it the other day, though. So he doesn't watch a lot of it, but he was watching it today and yesterday and the day before. He walks around going Elmo, Elmo, Elmo. I would bet that I watch even less Sesame Street than, than your son. <laughs> I guess that is, that is most likely true. I don't know. I don't know what y'all do up in Montana, but um, but yeah, I, I guess that is that is I guess fair. We get one channel here. We only get PBS. <laughs> you only get Sesame Street. Yeah. Is it even on PBS anymore? I thought it was on like HBO. I don't know. I don't know. It might be. I don't know. Back to the countdown with Ted, featuring Ted. We're counting down the 25 most important IPAs right now as ranked by VinePair.com. Um, okay. The last time, which was a few weeks ago, we left off with number 11, which was Lagunitas IPA, just the standard Lagunitas IPA, out of Pet- Petaluma, California. So, now we are in the top 10. Number 10. So coming in at number 10 is a beer that I did say I would bring to the podcast, and I'm still planning on it. I just haven't gone out beer shopping in a while, so just haven't been able to pick it up yet. And that is Sip of Sunshine by Lawson's Finest Liquids out of Waitsfield, mm. Vermont. Solid, solid IPA. Absolutely belongs in the list. Belongs in the top 10 on the list. I can agree with that for sure. Yeah, I mean, no. I'm not surprised, but I, I maybe I'm a little surprised it's up that high, but I'm not disagreeing with it. You know what I mean? So, it's still a great uh, beer. Yeah. I mean, from from the last time I remember having it, it's still it's it's just as good. I mean, I know this is gonna be sacrilege as it comes out of my mouth, but it's just as good as Heady Topper to me in, in my eyes. It's 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 up there with the the all time greats. As I'm never gonna hate this beer. Yeah, for considering it, you can get it pretty much anywhere in Connecticut. It's uh, that's saying something for it because it is so good. And I might have some being shipped to me right now. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. We'll see. I put in a special request me. for some sip. Now, Sal. By the, time, uh, by the time you're listening to this, friend of the show, Sal, 
might have sent me some sip of sunshine. I asked for Ooh. some Lawson's. He said, do you want a sip or something else? I said, you know, surprise me. I'd be happy with sip. But if you see something else from them that sparks anything in you, I take that too. So I mean, we'll see. So we should, so we should probably coordinate this so we're both drinking sip on the podcast at the same time. And Chris, I believe, has seen sip in his area from time to time. No? I don't think so. Um, no, no. I haven't seen sip this far south. I saw, I've seen Fat Orange Cat from time to time, but unfortunately not Sip. If I saw Sip, I would buy it. <laughs> this is a great beer. But anyways, so so now you guys are going to both have to send me Sip of Sunshine. That's how, <laughs> That's how works. it works. That's how it works. Because <laughs> fair is fair. <laughs> all right. So coming in at number nine on the list is a brewery that I think all three of us have had before. Um, And when I say it, you guys will know, obviously. But it is another Vermont IPA. Does anybody want to take a, a, a guess at the brewery? Most important, huh? Um, long Trail. Harpoon. Both are wrong. Good job playing. And it's difficult. I mean, I know Night obviously shift. Vermont is huge. Oh, yeah. Mass. It's not oh. actually. It's it's one of the smallest states, but. <laughs> Beer scene is Well, I mean, as far as breweries go, it's it's a mass, it's a state full of a, a ton of breweries. Four um, it is No. It is Hill Farmstead's Susan out of Greensboro, Vermont. Um, I don't know if I've ever had this exact IPA, but it says in September, Hill Farmstead Susan became available in cans for the first time since debuting on draft in 2012. This beer has history. First of all, it's named for founder Susan Hills, or oh, for founder Sean Hills' great aunt and sister of his grandfather, Edward, whose legacy is also honored in Hill Farmstead's ancestral series. Um, it's made with Rawaka hops, which is interesting because not a lot of New England IPAs are made with Rawaka hops. But that is, that's, that's when it comes in the round. Have you guys had Hill Farmstead? I have. I, I have not been there, but I've had their beer. Same, same. Actually, I think I've had it at Tud's House. I'm pretty sure it was Tud's House that I had some Hill Farmstead. So neither one of you have been there. Interesting. No, no. Never made the pilgrimage. Yeah, I've actually, I've been to Vermont and bought beer there, but I've never made a trip to Vermont for beer. Um which I feel like Hill Farmstead is so far out of the way that it's like you need to make a it is literally a pilgrimage to go and get their beer because generally it's not the only you can find at the store. Generally, the only reason that you pass Hill Farmstead if you're doing anything other than going to Hill Farmstead would be like if you're going to Jay Peak because it's sort of kind of maybe on the way to Jay Peak if that makes sense. Like it's it's kind of out it's kind of there, but it's you still kind of have to take a slight detour to do it, but. It's mostly on the way. I hear you. Yeah, it's uh, that's up there. So coming in at number eight is a beer that I know both of you love. Um, does anybody want to take a guess of what it is? That's Julius. The only hint you get. Julius by Treehouse. No. Damn it. It's a good guess though. That's also my guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's Julius. Okay. All right. Number eight Green. is Julius. <laughs> Green. No. So it is Lunch by Main uh, Beer Company. Oh, okay. That's a good yeah. one. That is a good one. I do love that beer. I do love that beer. That's a great beer. I was actually, know. you know, it's. It, I was actually a little underwhelmed last time I had it. It's it's very much a West Coast style, and I was expecting more juicy goodness. And I just remembered it a little differently. Then I was like, oh, this is this is fine. It's good. But I was like, I had built it up too much in my mind. Yeah, actually, that happened to me. I I have seen lunch down here, and I bought I think seven bottles or eight bottles when I did see it. And yeah, same thing. I was like, I remember it different. But I my it's probably just beer covered glasses or whatever you know. Yeah. Um, I still very good, still really enjoyed it. But 
But yeah, and was... I, I think it belongs up where with this. I be- belongs in the top ten on this list. I think it's fair to say. Yeah, it is. I mean, we're starting to see some of that New England supremacy that we all know about. Right. <laughs> that we all we all know and we all feel. So, I I will say that it is described by these people as the gimmick-free beer. Um, you know, as we as we all know and as you guys just discussed, they don't. It doesn't do anything special. It is it is what it is. It is main lunch and it is good for everything that it wants to be good for and i get it every time that i see it and every time that i'm in maine i always come back with at least a few lunches um coming in at number seven is actually a beer i was gonna say it's closer to, to ober but now i'm doubting if i know where this state actually is so <laughs> <laughs> closer to me than most other ones on this list we'll say that yes, New yes that's true uh no it's it's um King Sue by Toppling Goliath out of Decora, Iowa. Now I know I get this in Connecticut. Um, I've seen it, I've bought it, I've drank it. It's good. Um, I don't know, Obert, if you get it in Montana. I, I when I think of Iowa, I think of it being near Montana. But then again, nothing, everything, and nothing is near Montana all at the same time. I mean, put it this way: you can get Iowa touches South Dakota, and Montana touches South Dakota. So it's basically like going from Connecticut to Vermont, I think, is how that works. Oh, okay. Is it just as long? Is it like a three and a half hour trip? Is that how, yeah, how far it yeah. is? <laughs> no. Um, I should also point out that like I am closer to Seattle than I am to Iowa. But uh, okay. I did see a lot of toppling Goliath on my drive through both ways. Um, I don't think I picked any up, but I've, I've had a lot of their beer before and I agree that it's it's a great one and we have a lot of t-rexes here in montana which is who sue is she's a t-rex so yep it's like we're kind of adopted and chris have you have you tried this before i've had sue i've had a sue beer but i don't know if it was king they have, sue or they have pseudo sue and they have king that's sue. that's the one it was i did i had the pseudo sue then yes as I was going to say pseudo-sue, okay. but I wasn't sure if it was right or not. So, yes, <laughs> that's the yeah. one I had. I haven't had and the king And that's pseudo spelled with a P. Right, right. Because pseudo. Yeah, su-su-sudio. Uh. Um, yeah, I like this beer. I think it's a really good one. Um, I, th- I think it's cool that after three straight uh, you know, n- Northeastern-style IPAs, they brought in a, a non-Northeast-style beer. But yet again, it's still a Northeast-style beer at the end of the day. I mean, pseudo or king Su and pseudo-sue. Are New England style IPAs? Yeah, they're New England style, but they're not located in that Northeast region. Right. right. So then, coming in at number six, and it's the final one of the day, is one that I definitely know is closer to Obert than it's close to, than to Chris and I. That's that. There's no you can't argue it. There's no way around it. It's 100 percent closer to Obert. It is super ripe. Space dust. <laughs> no. no, it's super ripe by Great Notion out of Portland, Oregon. I've never heard of these guys. You ever heard of Great Notion? I thought you had Great Notion on the podcast. Um, I've never ha- heard of this beer. I the brewery sounds familiar. I don't think I've had it on the podcast though. Okay. So, anyways, Great Notion is a nine percent ABV IPA. Um, it, the brewery opened on New Year's Day in 2016. Great Notion earned uh, fast fans and fellow brewers for its fresh yet consistent take on the hazy IPA. Ripe led the the charge, inspiring a continued line of variants and iterations. Super Ripe dropped onto our radar in 2018, and we regularly recall its double take worthy, decadent tropical fruit aroma as well as its ultra juicy flavor and mouthfeel. Damn, this sounds was, good. Wait, what beer was this again? Super Ripe. Okay, I 
had you because you got my my wheels turning, and I did. I have had the overripe IPA from them. Um, yeah, I gave it four and a half. It was amazing. So yeah, I was like, yeah. You when you said that, it wasn't on the show or anything. But I was like, yeah, let me look at these guys. And yeah, they are. It was very good beer. I want to go check that place out. So yeah, I, I've never had them. Um, I've heard of the brewery, obviously from you. Um, but I, this this one, I, I have nothing. I, I have no comments to make on it. Nothing to say. Yeah. Now, like I can, I can say that the one beer I had from them, I, I believe that they live up to the hype. I will say that the can art is badass. The can art for them is always awesome. I see these guys on the Insta, and uh, I mean, if people want to send me some for my birthday, it's a, it's oh, it's a, I was That's, like, it's a lady. Nope, it's a skeleton. It's a skeleton <laughs> playing the the ukulele. Ukulele. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Wearing the hula skirt. So, that's the overripe. Yeah. That's on. That's on. That's on a brewery bucket list for me. Is this great notion? So, if someone has the great notion to send me some, Ooh, for, that's why. That's why they named it that way. So you could send some to Beer Dad, and uh, that's fine. That's cool. So that closes out our our countdown segment for today. We only have one left on this list, and everybody knows that the last five numbers are the most exciting part of the countdown. True. That is true. We're gonna do we're gonna do five one number segments. Yeah, one one a week for the next five weeks. Yep, and we're gonna talk Tune about in. it for thirty yep. minutes. Uh, we could do that, but uh, before we transition <laughs> to our handles, I wanted to give Chris's second chance beer review another another sneak peek. See if we hear any flavor changes here. How, what do you think? All right, yeah, here we go. It's it's properly warm. It's it's getting the bottom the bottom third of the glass. Um, let's see. I mean, I've been drinking it the whole time. I'm not going to lie. I don't think there's going to be a big change, but put it in your mouth, swish it around, swish it, swish it, swish it, swallow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Charming Charlotte city brewing. Uh, I call in the brewery, (laughs) (laughs) call in the brewery, charming Charlotte city, call in the brewery. Uh, it is, uh, I it's because it's warm. I get even more alcohol now. So it's like bourbon and then alcohol. So, Mm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not moving it. I'm gonna leave it as a. I'm gonna leave it as a, a three. So three point five. Sorry, three point five. So we are. I wonder. Uh, I wonder what caused the over bourbonness. I really don't know. I'm not sure because like, there's I get, so many beers that are bourbon barrel aged, and then none of them come out that boozy. I mean, do these people pour booze into the beer? They're just like, here you go, I have some bourbon. They didn't I, pour booze into the beer. They just didn't empty the bur- the barrels all the way before they poured the beer in. <laughs> uh, okay. They poured the beer into the bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's not bad. Like, it's not bad. It's just I wish I got some of the coffee and some of the honey. That's all. That's it. That's all I'm asking right. for. All I'm asking for is for the other two thirds of the beer. Okay. <laughs> I got I got the first thirty three years. I want the other sixty six. You know. There you go. It's all right. With so, that, it's so perfect for your birthday. Happy birthday, <laughs> Chris. Pr- happy birthday to me. I'm old. My pre-hangover is kicking in pretty hard. <laughs> All right. With that, it's uh, time to go to our freezer, take out our frosty mug of wisdom, and uh, fill it up with advice, wisdom, wisdom wisdom, um, things we like, things we love, things we find just okay, things we think you'll like. Um it's a 300 Frosty Mug of Wisdom. We play it in with this special song from Jordan every week. Jordan, take it away. Test your handle 
is that so many UFC fighters come out to the Mortal Kombat theme song that like every time they play like when I watch the UFC now which is most weekends and it starts playing I'm like oh my god it's handle time (laughs) (laughs) you're like all this watching UFC is making me thirsty yeah I'm like this is this is great and like I always want to like sing our like I always want to sing our names over when they're introducing the other combatants yeah no I uh I frequently popcorn and other animals will come pop into my head out of nowhere. (laughs) Um, With all that, a few surprises. We want to say special thanks to Jordan. Wreck my podcast. Uh, Check it out. It's a good show. We love it here. And uh, I gotta say, guys, I'm on the board. He's on man of the people this week. Board. I okay. I'm not gonna say. Listen, I know it's the whiteboard's in your house. (laughs) Cock cock. And you draw on it. But honk, honk, there's honk. a definitive difference in line sizes behind you. <laughs> that is true. It's like Chris Chris is little. Tud's got two semi, a little bit larger ones. And then Oberts is like half the board. Tud's, Tud's are just down, shifted down a little bit, but they're the same length. There's a pronounced, pronounced line under the L. I won't, I won't lie. There's... Uh. there's 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 biased <laughs> you know controlling the whiteboard has its perks what can i say i just want to make sure that you guys can see the the tallies the whole time we're recording you know the, the only thing i would suggest the only thing i would ask is that you know i know it's your whiteboard and you bought it but i am the one who technically ordered it for you so i would ask that my lines be longer than chris's um your concern has been noted okay uh me meanwhile I get to decide who goes in what order this week, and I want to go uh, Todd, Chris, Obert. Okay. Okay. This week, my handle is something a little bit... It's it's video game related, but it's a, definitely a little bit different. Um, it's going to be Microsoft Game Pass Ultimate. I don't know if you guys know what this is, but if you are a subscriber to like um, the Microsoft Network, so like if you're an Xbox owner and you wanted to... If you like Microsoft Live, for example, well, now included in that price is something called Game Pass, where there's a ton of offerings um, for the computer and for your Xbox. So if you're also a computer gamer, you can also sign up for Game Pass and you get free games through that as well. 
Um, and it's basically anytime Microsoft comes out with a game, a first party game, it's instantly available on Game Pass day one versus having to go out and buy it for $60 from the store. Plus, other games um, rotate their way through from other publishers. They tend to be somewhat older games, but sometimes they're new. For example, um, starting on April 1st, a brand new game from Square Enix is dropping onto Game Pass Ultimate. Um, free of charge. You just get to go download it, you get to play the whole game, and it just costs you nothing but your Xbox Live fee. But recently, the uh, Game Pass updated with all of the Bethesda games. Um, because Microsoft bought Bethesda. Oh. Microsoft, I think Microsoft actually bought all of ZeniMax, which was the owner of Bethesda. So they got everything that goes along with it. They got all the, the Elder Scrolls, all the Fallouts, everything that ZeniMax has ever published, Microsoft now owns. So if you are a Game Pass subscriber, or if you'd like to be one, you can play all of Bethesda's games and the other ZeniMax games as well, um, like Wolfenstein and Doom and all that, for just being a s- subscriber to Game Pass Ultimate. So, so how much is Game people, Pass Ultimate a month? I think you can pay for it yearly, and I think it's like a hundred bucks, or or I think it's like nine ninety nine a month. Oh, that's not bad. That sounds like you get a lot. Like I know I sound like a Microsoft show right now, but it's like you get a lot of games for a very reasonable price. That is the thing. Is it's it's basically the if I had to describe it in. A simple sentence, it's the Netflix of video games. Yeah. For yeah, except, Xbox and PC. Except a lot of those games you'll spend 100 hours playing instead of 8 hours watching a limited series. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's, no, that's cool. I will absolutely check that out. I don't have an Xbox right now. Um, but you have a PC. And so t- do. You, do get, you do get two things unique to, p- to, the, to a computer that you don't get on Xbox, which is you get... Microsoft Flight Simulator, and I think you get Crusader Kings 3 that are included um, that aren't on the actual Xbox. Yeah, this is a this is a relatively big thing in the streaming community, too. Um, I know a lot of folks that have it, and I've thought about getting it myself, um, but... And, okay, so I know it sounds silly, but I really want to play Final Fantasy 13 again, and I can, it's not on there, I don't think. I, don't, I can't find it. I don't know. But anywho. Yeah, well, they don't, they don't own Square Enix. Um, oh, maybe you said Bethesda, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, right now it, I was gonna say it's a it's a big. I know it's a big thing for for the streaming community. A lot of people use it. Seems really neat if you have time to play video games. <sighs> That's or, true. I mean, one thing that it's probably worth its admission on its own is the Halo Master Chief Collection, where you can play literally every Halo that's ever been released on your computer or your Xbox for just the cost of Xbox Live. That's pretty neat. And I mean. I don't want to get too in the weeds here, but if I stop subscribing, will I lose access to all these games? Yes. Okay, so that's where they get you. Not interested anymore. <laughs> I mean, you could subscribe, beat the games, and then unsubscribe. Sure, yeah. It's just like Netflix, I mean, right. or Amazon for you. No, I do. I Yeah, I own a lot of Bethesda games already, and I've played a lot of the Halo games already. Um, but hey, that means that they have games I like, so that's cool. And there's, yeah, and check, I mean, Obert, you should definitely do yourself a favor and check it out because there's probably a dozen 40 other games, other games that, you that you want to play. Didn't mention. Yeah, I hear you. I'll check it out. I will do that. All right. So I'm going to hand the mug off to Obert. You said Chris, right? That is correct. Yes. So, I mean, I was going to put over a little, that little company named Microsoft, but I won't now. Um, since <laughs> they needed a startup. The, the, yeah, it's a little startup. They needed they needed the help. They needed the push. So, I, uh, you know, I won't do that. Hey, uh, I was just excited that I could play 
Morrowind again. I'm and just, I can play it literally everywhere. Hey, I, I dude, I get it. I understand. Uh, so I am actually going. You know, last week put over a book, right? Okay, everybody hitting up the comments. Ah, oh, no one knows where to buy books anymore. Well, tell you what, there is a place where you can buy books. Um, and the cool thing about it is, uh, the it's library. Called, it's called the library. No, we already did library cards. I can't reuse library cards. <laughs> um, but it's called thriftbooks.com. And this is actually a site where you can go online. There's a ton of books available. And you can buy new books if that's your thing. If you like cracking open a, a new book and doing whatever you do to those pages, you dirty, well, dirty people. Chris, but, you don't want to crack open the book. That's how you break the spine. Come on. Is that not what you do? No, you it's a brand new book. You can't crack it right open. That's not, You're oh. going to just damage it. Do uh, the books make the creaking noise too? Well, they crack. Yeah. When you, yeah. Yeah. Don't do that then. Uh, open the book or how to dive into a book. How do you do there it? There you go. You're allowed to dive in. That's a fair, <laughs> that's a fair, about, fair verb. Kick the book? Oh, bad. Do, do not kick the book. No. Uh, pe- we're peel open the book? <laughs> you can peel. You can peel. Okay. Peel is good. Souffle? No. That's probably bad that's if I bad. had to guess. Flambe. <laughs> also bad. Also, yeah, worse actually. Believe it or not. Believe it or not, worse. <laughs> um but uh you can you can buy new books which you can dive into uh but they also have used books uh slightly sounds like it might hurt to dive into a book and you (laughs) slightly used books like new books that you can buy at a much much discounted rate than um than if you were to normally so uh and it's kind of like the Amazon warehouse where it's like like new, new, used, you know, acceptable condition. Uh, but I mean, I was putting together a small library for my team at work and like, uh, you know, books that originally cost 15, 20, 30 dollars or whatever it is, like I four dollars, three dollars, five bucks here and there. So pretty cheap, pretty reasonable, free shipping over 50 bucks, which, you know, it's a lot of books, but you know, you're talking about shipping books. They're, they're not exactly light. So if you're a big reader, we've discussed I'm more of an audiobook guy. But I thought this was really neat. It helped me put together a little library for my, my team uh, without, like, breaking my my own wallet. So, uh, so yeah. So check it out. And actually, I'm looking at it now. And I didn't really dig into it. But there's more than just books. There's, uh, there's movies and TV. There's music. There's video games. Um uh, so d- dig in, dig in, see what's on there. Because I only went to the books, ordered a bunch of used stuff, and um, uh, yeah. So I don't know. Check it out if you like. If you like looking for good deals on books, it's like a book barn, but online. Cool. It's like an on- online book barn. And what is th- what is this website? One last time for the listeners: thriftbooks.com. All one word, no hyphens. Correct. No correct. No backslashes. No nothing. Thriftbooks.com. So okay. But Obert, man of the people. Honk, honk, honk. Honk, honk, honk. Look at that honk. tally. Look at that glorious tally, Mark. I, I, it's it's impossible not to see. I can see the tally better than I can see Obert right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, anywho, take um, it home. Yeah. So you might have heard about this uh, thing called Bitcoin. It's out there. It's popular. There's also K- other crypt- cryptocurrencies. You might have heard of them as well. Uh, it's all the rage these days, especially in the last couple months. Been uh, going going through the roof, basically. And uh, there's a couple apps out there that you can use to 
buy or trade cryptocurrencies. And the one I'm going to recommend today is called Coinbase. I've used a few. I've used Binance. Um, I have a wallet in Exodus. But Coinbase seems like it's the simplest. It was very easy to get um, my identity verified because like, you have to basically, in order to put your real dollars into the app, they have to like look at a picture of your driver's license. Uh, it was easy to do that. Um, their fees are a little bit on the higher side, but if you're someone who's been looking to get into cryptocurrency, you don't really understand it, you want to learn more about it, they also offer, um, I don't I'll say informative lectures, videos, where you can learn about different cryptocurrencies and get paid, you can get credit in crypto for taking these classes and passing That's these tests. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's like, especially with less common cryptocurrencies, it's be like, okay, how do we get people engaged? How do we get people to, to buy and do our, our currency, our crypto? It's they'll put a little video out there. You take a little quiz. You pass the quiz. You get like three free dollars of cryptocurrency. Um, I mean, I too am a member of, of Coinbase and I did not know that existed. Yeah. They have, they have these learning opportunities in there. Um, I'm glad to hear that, that Todd's on the crypto train, uh, Coinbase. But, uh, you know, I bet you there's a lot of people out there who know what a Bitcoin is, but that's all they know is that it's, it's internet money and they don't really know how it works. Um, if you want to learn more, check out Wikipedia or check out Coinbase where you can, <laughs> um, where you can put your money where your mouth is and, and learn the hard way. So I like Coinbase. Um, you know, I don't know if I can do a referral code. If I can, I'll put it in the show notes. Maybe. Maybe we'll do that, but uh, I'll join. Yeah. I'm all about investing now. I'm very smart about it. Yeah. Well, you had the you had the one free stock that that tanked. It's not. It's making a little bit of a, but it's it's down to like three dollars. I just checked. It's down to like three fifty. <laughs> I got screwed. <laughs> you say you got screwed, but that's three dollars fifty cents that you didn't have before. I'm riding that's this true. thing until this company either blows up like Bitcoin, <laughs> get into Bitcoin L L N W. Um, or Doge, or Dogecoin, ride it to the moon. That's Chris's second chance handle. Everybody buy LLNW yeah, so that his stock go. goes up. <laughs> so my free stock goes up. <laughs> I have so oh. much stock. All uh, right, Todd, take it away. I just think it's funny that Chris just tried to pump up Dogecoin on the podcast. <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> That's my handle. To the moon. Listen, if Dogecoin hits like $50,000, oh, man. Do you, do you actually own Dogecoin? Oh, yeah. I, I bought some. I bought some. Not a lot. I didn't put a lot of money into the thing. Yeah. I don't know. Dogecoin is not in my my recommend. That's not a... That's Oprah claims no association with the handle of Dogecoin. So so I feel like we should finish up the handles by to saying that this is not... We are, this is, we are not uh, financial advisors. To the this, moon. this advice is not to provide financial uh, stock advice. Moon. Um, none of us are licensed professionals. Uh, consult <laughs> your licensed financial advisor. Um, all investments may lose money over time. It, gains are not guaranteed. What, Side effects you... may include heartburn, <laughs> headache, death, insomnia, and loss of all money. Loss okay, of all money. So, would you rather? Would you rather just be here on Earth, or would you rather be in outer space? Because that's where we're going. <laughs> I would say here on Earth because I can breathe. Yeah, I like air. Uh, enjoy it down here, so you, with land, that, you land lubbers. So with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. We'd like to thank the breweries that provided today's beers. I will go first and thank Root Plus Branch for their disintegration duh. 
I would like to thank Triple C Brewing for their bourbon barrel aged up all night. And I want to thank Cascade Brewing for their bourbonic plague. Please head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also, make sure you hashtag follow the email, DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts, your concerns, your questions. Um, also, make sure you send uh, music suggestions or beer suggestions that sound like music over to BeardDadGamer at gmail.com so we can continue the game of music or beer. Also, make sure you head over to Discord and join the conversation over there because uh, we're have a lot of fun over there. And the more people that sign up, the more people that we can have fun with. So do that now, too. Also, please head over to iTunes, leave us a five-star rating and a review. It really is the best way to help out this podcast, unless you're going to go to Patreon and become a Patreon subscriber. But if you'd like to do the free thing, head over to iTunes and leave us a rating and a review. Or tell your friends, your family, or anybody else that you may think, you know what, when, next time you're at a brewery, this is, this is a new one, guys. Next time you're at a brewery, I want you guys to scream, listen to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. Just scream it every 10 minutes that you're in the brewery. I'm sure the brewers will love it. The patrons that are there with you, they'll love it too. <laughs> um, do that. It really helps get the word out. Uh, you know, that's, word, that's definitely word of mouth out advertising. And with that, my name's Dud. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. Like, how many times could somebody scream that out before they got I would say 13. 13 times? You think someone's going to like the screen? I guess if they're listeners of the show, which I assume they are. Well, I mean, Montana's a lot more nicer than us, apparently. I'm counting all the time it takes for them to actually count you, kick you out the door while you're still screaming, man, like in protest. <laughs> yeah. Okay. As, as you're dragging as you As they're out. pushing, yeah, yeah, right. As they're pulling you out by your ankles, just <laughs> holding on to bar stools, screaming, <laughs> screaming that. <laughs> um, I hope I'm in a brewery and someone does that. Hey, I know that. It's a good one. <laughs> it's a good podcast. Listen, if you're there with multiple people and you scream it out and then somebody else screams it out, maybe you can get like a collective group of people chanting. It's kind of like the wave. It starts slowly and builds over time. Yeah, it does. It builds. Yeah. It could be the next viral thing. That's how viruses work. <laughs>